1: when I go to the grocery store and I use my WIC benefits, I'll take videos, follow the stuff that I get on my WIC benefits. And then I also come up with recipes for said <laughs> WIC hauls because not everybody knows what you can make with these very specific foods that we get.
0: Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. Okay, I have a treat for you guys today. Sunny Rudd is joining me and she is a TikTok sensation on TikTok. She's at just Sunny. Sunny is a new mom. And when she was pregnant, she was working on her master's degree in music at New York University and she got pregnant She signed up for the WIC program. So that's the United States Special Supplemental Nutrition Program for Women, Infants, and Children, WIC, WIC. It's called WIC, and WIC provides nutrition assistance for income-eligible families that include pregnant, breastfeeding, and postpartum women, infants, and children up to age five. So Sunny's going to tell you a little bit about her WIC journey in the interview, but the reason why she's really garnering interest from the WIC community is that she does these WIC grocery hauls, TikTok, and then tons of content, which at this point is a lot of it has become viral content on how to make recipes using WIC approved foods. So the way it works in the WIC Nutrition Assistance Program, there's only a set number or types of foods that you can use your benefit to purchase. And those have special nutritional requirements and limitations. And then there's a portion of your benefit you can use for fresh produce, but it differs state by state. And also your benefit package changes depending upon what life stage you're in. So WIC is a whole thing, and navigating WIC as a new mom is really where Sunny has carved out her place in social media. Sunny Rudd has caught the eye of various state WIC associations. I know I speak about baby led weaning. I make an attempt to speak at as many of the state WIC associations as I can each year. And I feel like each state has mentioned Sunny or Ben showing her videos. I know we're going to the Washington State WIC Association meeting. She's like, oh, I'll be there. She's going to be at the National WIC Association, so now she's caught the eye of various state WIC associations, and now Sunny is helping the National WIC Association with content, but she's here today to talk a little bit about her own personal content, how she got big on TikTok, and what she's doing to promote WIC as a resource for other families. And I have to say, she's probably like the hottest thing going in WIC right now. I speak at a lot of state WIC Association meetings about infant nutrition and baby led weaning, And almost all of them that I've spoken at this year have mentioned Sunny or been highlighting her videos. I know she'll be at the National WIC Association meeting in person. She said she's going to be taking her daughter, Robin. So I think she's just doing amazing stuff on top of like building her creative and theatrical career and raising Robin as a single mom. She just got her master's and somehow she has time to make all this amazing viral content on TikTok. You guys are going to love her. With no further ado, this is a WIC grocery haul chat with TikTok mom, Sunny Rudd. Again, she's on TikTok at justsunny. Thank you for having me. I have been like deep stalking your TikTok. I love all of your content. It's so cool to get to meet you in person. And I'm getting to see baby Robin here with us too. So give us a little background. Tell me your story before we dive into some of the content stuff that you're doing.
1: So I was an army brat growing up. And my mom was on WIC, even though my dad was in the military, and my nana was on WIC, and my sister. And so, yeah, everyone in my family is really big on using their resources. And I also just graduated with my master's from NYU. So in my last year at NYU, I got pregnant, and I knew that I wanted to keep doing my degree. I wanted to finish my degree. And I live in New York, where everything is very expensive. So I had to do the best to use my resources. And so I started blogging on TikTok to follow my pregnancy journey so that I could look back and see how my body was changing and growing. And then I decided to start nutrition blogging too, because I wanted to be able to track how my nutrition journey grew like through pregnancy. Because once I got pregnant, I realized that I was feeding myself not good foods.
0: <laughs> it's funny. It's at the time. A lot of moms realize like, oh my gosh, the foods I put in my mouth finally affects someone besides just me at this point. And a <laughs> lot of pregnant moms are like, all right, I'm going to start thinking about how I eat.
1: Exactly. I was like, I can't just keep eating Oreos. <laughs> you know, Oreos and ramen were the only things that I could keep down in the first trimester. You do
0: what you got to do. But did you join Wick as a participant during pregnancy? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, you know about Wick because your family was in Wick, but could you just share briefly the experience like getting into the program? Was it was it easy? Was it frustrating? It was very difficult. And I think that's why
1: I started blogging so that I could help other people navigate how difficult it can be. And I know that all of our WIC offices have like mentors and things and the advocates there are very great. But sometimes there is that, there's that barrier of making the phone call and showing up to your appointments and getting proof of pregnancy and all of these things that you might not necessarily know offhand before you run into the challenge. Like you go all the way down to the WIC office and they tell you you need proof of pregnancy. And so you have to start over. That's what happened to
0: me. Once you finally got into the program, what was your initial reaction regarding, like, let's focus on the nutrition piece, not the bureaucracy. We can't change that. But as far as like The foods in the food package that were provided to you as a participant in WIC, who's a pregnant mom, were you like, oh, yeah, this is what I thought, or is this way different?
1: It's way different than what I thought. Because when I was growing up, I didn't understand that my mom used this select group of resources, like this handful of resources, to make all of the meals that she made for us. And so that was also a learning curve that I had to experience. So I was like, okay, so they're only giving me like one carton of eggs and all of this milk yeah. and cereal and beans and veggies. And I'm going to have to figure out how to make this work. And when I first started WIC, it was only $11 in veggies. And I had to figure out how to make that work for what my situation was. I was like, how can I make this stretch? And how can I buy things that are on sale and freeze things? And yeah, make that 11 What was your
0: experience about trying to navigate where you could physically go to shop because you had to go out and now use your benefit maybe in retail locations that you weren't used to shopping at. Is that a safe assumption?
1: Uh, Yes. And also New York has a lot of grocery stores. And so I have a lot of access in that regard. And so we're very lucky here Um, where you can generally go to any large grocery store that's in your area. And then they have most of the WIC items labeled. I haven't found one of like the WIC stores that people talk about in Brooklyn where I live, but a lot of my grocery stores do carry WIC items. And it's so specific, like at some stores you can get the apple juice. That's like the frozen concentrate and at other stores, they won't have that. So you have to get orange juice. And so I've just become very familiar with the approved products for my region because it takes practice. And every single time I go to the store, I'm on my WIC app looking to see which things are approved.
0: Okay. So then you have Robin. How did your experience as a WIC participant change once you had the baby?
1: It was almost harder after I had the baby because you have to apply for postpartum. And a lot of people don't know
0: that. Do you have to bring the baby to prove you had the baby?
1: You have to bring their information. Like, but this one I could do over the phone because we've already deep in the pandemic. So they finally let us started making phone calls to apply. But I remember I was on the phone with my WIC participant for like an hour and a half because I didn't have proof of pregnancy. Somehow they let me leave the hospital without a little baby card from the bassinet at the hospital. So I had no proof that I had this child. So I had to wait for her social security card to come. And yeah, I didn't know that I would have to reapply for postpartum after pregnancy.
0: This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there, and BetterHelp can help you. Visit BetterHelp.com/slash-weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P.com/slash-weaning and get 10% off your first month. And again, once you got over that hurdle, you sound very resilient because I think a lot of people and they do give up just because of the bureaucratic nightmare of getting involved in a very large, albeit very successful and amazing program. It's still a massive government-run program. Once you got over that second barrier, you had Robin. What sort of benefit did you get that was different from when you were pregnant?
1: I got a lot of breastfeeding support and formula, too. So the breastfeeding support was... Endlessly helpful because I couldn't find a lactation consultant that I didn't have to pay for right after I have the baby, and it's like around the holidays and everything too. I had her right before Christmas, so like my budget was tight. And they give you free lactation consultants, and you can rent a breast pump from them, and you can change if it's not going well. Then I transitioned to formula, so now I do both: I breastfeed and I supplement.
0: And what were your thoughts on the education? Because what's unique about WIC as a nutrition? support program in the United States, as it compares to like, for example, food stamps, there's no required nutrition education. But with WIC, in order to receive the benefit, you do have to be involved in their education. Was your education all remote? Did you like it? Did you find it helpful? What are your thoughts there?
1: I found it incredibly helpful, even though I was very resistant to it at first because I was very frustrated that I have this newborn that was like screaming at me and I'm trying to figure out breastfeeding and I need to call them now to renew my benefits so that I can get food benefits. And it was difficult. But then when I look back, I'm so grateful that there was a person that was required to stay on the phone with me and actually ask me how I was doing, because I don't think that anyone checked in on my breastfeeding journey besides my pediatrician. And I don't see her as often as I talk to my WIC
0: representatives. And for the breastfeeding support that you got through WIC, was that virtual or were you going in person to see the lactation consultant?
1: They offered me both. I did it virtually, but you can have somebody that will FaceTime with you. They can call you or they can come in person and send somebody to like help you get your latch together. I just did it virtually because I needed just like quick support. But yeah, it was very helpful. Like I think my WIC representatives were more helpful than the lactation consultant I had at the hospital.
0: That's amazing. And I think WIC is really known again for you know, the slogan for years was WIC works. Because if you look at the outcomes data, we do know that as far as a nutrition assistance program goes, it really does improve outcomes both for parents as far as birth outcomes for babies. Iron is another one. I'm curious, have they checked Robin's iron yet? Have you done a heel stick or a finger stick? You haven't done any of that in person yet.
1: Well, we did that, I guess, at the hospital. Check. when the baby was yeah. born. Okay. Was born, but we haven't done one yet, but she'll have one at her six month
0: appointment, which is in two weeks. Okay. So Robin is coming up on six months. Are you getting excited for her to be starting solid foods? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited and scared. Okay. Don't be scared. We got all the resources in the world for you. I'm like, you have amazing resources for us, but we have amazing resources for you too. Yeah. I
1: feel you. And I'm so grateful for those. I am very nervous about the the gagging to learn, you know, I talked to my pediatrician and she was like, that's very normal.
0: Just be
1: mindful. Oh, you're very
0: lucky because not a lot of pediatricians get it. I have a mantra. It's just gagging is a good thing. Like when yeah. Robin's gagging, you just sit on your hand, you say gagging is a good thing. Gagging is a good thing. And when she's, we're talking about her sitting up, you know, it'll be after six months when she's sitting up relatively unassisted. And that combined with being beyond six months, you know, nutritionally, she doesn't need anything except breast milk or formula till six months. And then when she can sit up, she can totally do this. She can recover from a gag on her own and she doesn't need you to intervene. You you do it a few times. You'll be amazed at your own confidence. But the first few times can be a little nerve wracking for sure. Yeah, I feel that. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about TikTok How did you get into creating content? Like, Was your intention to have it be WIC specific? Because I know you cover lots of different topics, but like I know you for all of the WIC content you've been creating. So what's the backstory there?
1: Yeah, I do create all different kinds of content, but I feel like WIC is one of the most challenging things that first time moms and all moms in general navigate. And so I create that because I'm passionate about cooking and I like it. And I'm learning as much as my community is learning. Like, I don't think that I'm doing the majority of the work. That's the truth. I just make the videos and then the comments clear everything up. Like you have people that are arguing that are either for or against the WIC program. And you have WIC representatives who have tapped in now and WIC nutritionists. And so the comments are really where it's it's at. And the WIC
0: community loves your content because I can say as an outsider, I mean, I'm a contractor with WIC and I should say I do both paid and unpaid consulting with Almost all of the state WIC associations really helping to bring the baby-led approach to feeding to the WIC program. So I understand a lot of the same frustrations and struggles you go through, but I do have to tell you, you have had an amazing impact on the <laughs> WIC community. And I almost every single state convention I've spoken at, they're fully aware of you and your work and recommending it. So you're really to be commended because you are helping to educate about the program, but you know, in a way that only a mom who's actually going through it can, who, and I know you do. Now, do some contract work with WIC and the National WIC Association, but you're coming at your content from a very objective lens. And I think that's something that just the greater community hasn't seen. And it's this massive government program. You're like, why? I don't mean to say why hasn't someone thought of this before, but I'm looking at yourself like, this is genius. This is exactly what we need communicating with moms on the platform where they are, which is TikTok.
1: Yeah. And also, it's because there's a lot of shame. Surrounding the WIC program, and I ran into a lot of that when I started making WIC content originally. And those people have kind of fallen off because they see the impact that I
0: have in the community that I've built. And you, I see the support from the people who are pro-WIC and are in the program and understand it for what it really is. Oh yeah, and they kind of felt they police each the bad guys for exactly. you, don't they? That's
1: what I'm saying I don't have to do the work because they do the work for me. It's the
0: same in baby-led weaning. It can be, and historically it has had a very kind of judgmental atmosphere around it. But we work really hard to create a positive community where, you know, moms who've been around for a few weeks are like, no, 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 that's not what's going on here. Look at the research. Look at the science. You know, this is a dietitian teaching you. You're a real mom doing this. You have the experience and you're sharing both the good and the bad. I don't think you're trying to sugarcoat anything, which I really appreciate. So uh, tell us just a little bit about some of the videos that you do. I know we're on a podcast describing a TikTok account, but you're kind of become this phenomenon in the WIC community. And I want to make sure everyone knows what it is that you're doing.
1: So I do wick hauls, which is like when I go to the grocery store and I use my wick benefits. I'll take videos, of all of the stuff that I get on my wick benefits. And then I also come up with recipes for said <laughs> wick hauls, because not everybody knows what you can make with these very specific foods that we get. So I come up with a lot of recipes and also cross-cultural recipes. That's very important to me because I feel that's one of the limitations that sometimes the WIC recipes have that they're not accessible to all cultures of people. I respond to a lot of comments about feeling guilt and shame, like with using government assistance or how to access your benefits,
0: where to go, how to use them. Okay, so I just bought your cookbook. So she you guys, she has this amazing WIC cookbook. I'm going to link to it in the show notes because I think people are really going to want to get their hands on it. And I know I helped create with our interns recipes for different state WIC associations using the jarred purees. And again, we're not here to bash jarred food. We've done a lot of content on our podcast about how you can incorporate pureed foods using a baby-led approach, but we can also incorporate those into other recipes that are more developmentally appropriate for six-month-old babies. And I just downloaded your recipe book. It's amazing. Did you say you're working on another cookbook as well? I
1: am. Yeah, I just kind of threw the first recipes that I got in that cookbook because people were asking so hard for it and gave it to them. And now I'm going to come up with a new cookbook for... This summer, because like I said, I'm on contract with the National Wick Association. So after I went viral on Twitter, they asked to partner with me. And now I'm going to create some recipes. What? Was it viral on Twitter or TikTok? Both. Um, Both. Okay. So I went viral on TikTok and then somebody shared it on Twitter and was like, this Black woman is making recipes on TikTok. You need to go follow her. But then that went viral on Twitter. And that's how the National Wick Association reached out to me. Um, because somebody tagged them on Twitter and was like, if you're not paying this person, you need to be. So that was very well. Funny. I'm
0: glad that you are doing some work with them. And again, I think it's important that the National WIC Association is involved. We've actually had Darlena Birch from the National Wick Association on the podcast, a very long episode talking about a lot of the proposed changes to the WIC program. And we got some feedback like that was too long, it was too detailed, it was too policy-oriented. It was like these things matter. Like, how do you think? we got the amount of juice that we used to give families reduced so significantly. Do you know how long that took from a policy standpoint? People still complain about the amount of juice in the Wook food package. It's like, you think this is bad? You should have seen what it was before or this type in for fruits and vegetables. Like we're moving in the right direction, but like at a glacial pace and, You'd mentioned the fruit and vegetable benefit earlier that you were getting $11 during pregnancy. How much money do you get now towards fresh produce as from your benefit package? I'm
1: on the postpartum benefit package and it is different for everybody, but I get $43 now
0: because it's the extension. Yeah. It's the pandemic extension thing. Yeah. But Darlene, it was, they drop all those acronyms. You guys speak a different language when you start working with the National Work Association. (laughs) Right. Okay. So you you get some of your benefit that you can use for fresh fruits and vegetables. So I know you do a lot of teaching about that and how you incorporate them into recipes. What would you say is like the weirdest WIC food that you were like, I have this, but I don't know what to do with it. And I'm going to figure out how to make a recipe for it. I don't know.
1: I'm at the point now where I like to try lots of different vegetables. I
0: love that you think about it as a challenge too. You don't complain about it or you do, you have a very great sense of humor about it where you're like, listen, this isn't a food I always cook with. And again, I think it is important that we're talking about including culturally appropriate foods. And there are, you know, WIC is a very diverse program across a very diverse number of states and territories. And the food package looks different depending upon where you are, but you will occasionally end up with foods that you're not used to eating. And I like that you're you're kind of embracing it. Uh, Like, I got it, I'm gonna figure out how to use it. And I think that helps other parents stay upbeat instead of being like, dude, I don't know what to do with this, I'm gonna chuck it. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg.
1: In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yep. I don't really find trouble with using the products that they do give us. My challenge comes in finding out how to make products that I wish they gave us with the products that I have. Um, like they don't- Because it's, a, it's the
0: special supplemental program, right? Like, yeah. and unfortunately, it's intended to supplement. Like it's not all inclusive. And-
1: Yeah. What do you use the
0: cereal for?
1: Like I ran into that. I was like, I have like six boxes of cereal in my house. What am I going to use this
0: for? But- yeah, I saw your Rice Krispie treats. They look so good. Oh,
1: Also that. But you can pop like cornflakes or oatmeal in the blender. And now you have flour or in the food processor. Like, so that's what I started using it for. I was breading things with cornflakes for a long time because it's so efficient. Like, yeah, that's what I use. Okay, so
0: when you work on your cookbooks, do you try to use like X percent of the ingredients that are Wick approved foods? Or is it just like the basis of the food? Because obviously there's other ingredients that you have to use from your regular budget or things that, like spices, et cetera, that you might have on hand. How does that work?
1: Yeah, I try not to um, use other ingredients yeah. beyond just the Wick approved ingredients because. I'm always talking to that mom who only has her wit card left because I have been that mom and it's very important to me to create space for them to also have well-rounded nutrition. So yeah, I try my best not to use any outside purchased ingredients, but again, spices are unavoidable because there's no spices that are covered by...
0: The wake your head's going to explode when Robin starts solid foods and you realize the gaps in the allergenic foods, because we really want to get babies to have the allergenic foods between six and 11 months of age. And they just don't provide it. And it's a known gap, yet there's very strong evidence, especially for some of the allergens to support this. And so, again, it's an area that's on their radar, but you're going to have a, you're going to open up a whole other Pandora's box when you get into the solid foods with Robin. And I'm so excited to watch your journey with that as well, because I know you're going to have such creative ideas in our audience, needs to follow you as well. So we're going to link to all of your social platforms and definitely your cookbook. And I mean, you're just kind of growing this enterprise, which I think is so cool. I wanted to ask them about the cooking because you mentioned that your mom used to make foods and meals out of WIC products. So like, did you inherently know how to cook? Because that's another huge issue with a lot of parents, especially when they're working is I have all this food from WIC. I don't really know how to cook. And oh, by the way, I don't have time because I'm trying to raise these kids and work. How do you address that with your community and your audience?
1: that practice makes permanent. You can either practice using your resources and just like setting that time aside to cook. And I will put her in the carrier. Like I still have her and she's still very active when I'm cooking. I'll put her in the carrier and then I'll start cooking.
0: Were you formally trained in cooking? Like, do you have a background? in? are you a chef? I mean, because your meals look amazing. I'm like, can your every mom make this?
1: Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like I, knew of the things that my mom would make, but it wasn't until I had a baby that I was like, okay, like, let me let me buckle down and figure out how to make that thing. So I do try to make my videos like as simple as possible. So if you see them, it's very clear steps for you. One, two, three, four. And it's not about the specifics. Like my food doesn't always look great. Like that's what I can say. It looks good, but it's not perfect. Like I didn't go to culinary school. It's just
0: accessible. Sunny, what's your favorite Wick recipe right now? Like just top of mind. What comes to mind?
1: Shakshuka. That's the one that I've been making like every other day.
0: Dude, do you put garbanzo beans in your Shakshuka? No, I don't. I I know someone from New York who does. I'm like, I don't think you're supposed to, but I know there's a million different ways to make it. All right. What's the basis of Shakshuka and what ingredients from Wick do you use?
1: Oh, sure. So I just take like some onions, garlic, because garlic's covered for me now. Onions, garlic, that canned tomato, like diced tomatoes. And then I just season it. And then you crack some eggs on it, cover it for like, two minutes. And then that's it. And you can serve it with toast. You can put it on rice. Like you can eat it by itself. I love that stuff. It's just really good diced tomatoes and
0: eggs. For moms out there who are listening right now who are WIC eligible, new baby, struggling maybe with postpartum depression or just what goes into raising a child, feeling overwhelmed by having to transition to solid foods, ending up maybe with like different WIC products that they're not familiar with. Do you have any advice for these moms who might be feeling overwhelmed by the WIC program and where to even start?
1: Yeah, I think what I've learned through all of that and also with my baby, first time mom, is that if you don't feel like you can run right now, all you have to do is crawl. Like all you have to do is take that first step. It's like, okay, I'm not registered for WIC. Okay, make that phone call, that first step. Okay, I don't cook regularly. Okay, can you make yourself breakfast? And once you start going, then you'll kind of get the hang of it and it gets easier
0: over time. How has the formula shortage been for you and Robin and Wick in New York?
1: I thought we were going to be okay because we're in New York um, and we're not. Like I have not been able to find her formula at our store for like almost three months now. There are some stores in the city in Manhattan. I live in Brooklyn that have had them. So I'll like make that journey when I have time. But otherwise, I've been transitioning back away from supplementing to exclusively breastfeeding. And I've been like pumping and pumping so that I have a freezer supply now. So I know that not everybody has that privilege, but that's how we've
0: been able to do it. Okay, Sunny, I'm nervous to ask because I know you have a lot on your plate, but Robin's approaching the six month mark. What are your thoughts on starting solid foods? Is baby lead weaning in the cards or are you like for it, not for it?
1: Yeah, we're definitely gonna start baby lead weaning once we get the okay from her pediatrician at our six month appointment. But otherwise we've been like doing like baby lead tasting if that makes sense, (laughs) because she still grabs for it. She knows she wants it now and you can see that she's ready. But again, she's not really sitting up the full way and it makes me nervous. So I want to wait, but I've given her like a little bit of avocado so that she can taste it. I put it on the inside of her gums or like, what else do we do? They gave her a little bit of barbecue sauce. It was not the chicken, but we were eating chicken. And so we put a little bit of barbecue sauce on the inside. I don't know. She just likes to taste things. We gave her a smoothie to try just like through the end of the straw.
0: (laughs) Well, I am so excited to watch your transition to this next stage with Robin and then to see how you create new content and you navigate the changes in your WIC package that will occur as your baby starts Solid Foods as well. And for our audience who is listening, can you just tell us all, where do we go to find all of your stuff and to watch Adorable Robin learn how to eat solid foods?
1: (laughs) You can go to my TikTok, which is at justsunny, and everything should be in my bio from
0: there. Awesome, and I'm gonna link to everything that Sunny has created, including her cookbook. And I really, really recommend this. It's a wonderful way to support your business is through purchasing her cookbook. And that'll be linked on the show notes page for our uh, podcast at blwpodcast.com. And I know you have a lot of um, exciting work kind of coming forthcoming with the National Wick Association. Is there anything you can share with us that you're working on that we should be on the lookout for?
1: Oh, um, just more TikTok content, <laughs> Making more TikTok content, or I'll be at their conference in Florida, but I don't know if that's a public. Is Robin going to Florida? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. All right now I kind of need to go in person. I was going to go remotely, but I really want to meet you guys. And by then Robin should be starting to eat. So that'll be very exciting. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sunny, for sharing your time with us. And I really appreciate the opportunity getting to talk to you and just want to say thank you for the amazing content you're creating for WIC moms and all of us out there.
1: Well, Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Sunny. I stayed on after for a while, like picking her brain about starting solid foods. And I think we're going to see a lot of great Robin baby led weaning content as she moves into this next phase of motherhood and tries to navigate how to Make the WIC Benefit Package Work for Introducing Solid Foods to Robin. So I'm going to link up all of Sunny's platforms, her Twitter, her TikTok, and then her cookbook. You guys, if you're even if you're not in the WIC program, her cookbook's amazing. It's a great way to support her. I'm going to put that. only $5 too. I was like, is you really charging $5 for this? It's really, really good. If you are in the WIC program or you're just interested in how to use other wholesome ingredients to make foods for yourself to support your own body or your growing children's bodies, check out Sunny's cookbook. And that'll be linked on the show notes page for this episode, which you can find at blwpodcast.com forward slash 244. Thanks for listening.